Hello and welcome or welcome back to the Drive to Thrive show, the show all about being yourself, being your best and truly thriving in life, whatever that means to you. In today's episode, I've got something super exciting for you, where we're going to be finishing off our three-part series on goals. In part one, we learned about the power of goals and how we can go about effectively setting them. In part two, I shared some additional questions that you can use to help take your goal setting to the next level and massively increase your chances of success before you've even taken action. And today, I'm going to be sharing with you some top tips to make sure you reach success with your goals. I was going to split this episode into two, but to be honest with you, I would rather just give you it all at once, so make sure you've got your pad and pen at the ready, because you're going to be taking some notes. And hey, you might even want to go back and visit this episode again and again to make sure you're implementing these steps and giving yourself the greatest chances of achieving success. And as well as that, in today's episode, I'm going to do my best to refrain from saying, and I've got something powerful, and I've got something powerful, oh, and this, it's super powerful. Because let's face it, the Drive to Thrive show is the shit, and everything we learn about here is super powerful if we apply it and put it into action. So without any further ado, let's get into another powerful episode. <laughs> Achieving your goals, top tips for your success. Today, I have exclusively for you 13 top tips to make sure that you achieve your goals. Some of which we may have already briefly covered in previous episodes and our goal setting process because here at the Drive to Thrive, we're all about doing everything the best way we possibly can, right? Exactly. Some of which you won't have heard of yet, and that's okay. Make sure to take plenty of notes as we go through, highlight the ones that really stand out to you, and then you can go and put them into action. So let's get straight into it. Tip number one is to be clear, honest, and specific about what it is that you want. Previously, we talked about being clear and specific about what it is that we want, because when we're clear and specific about the exact result that we want, it's much easier for us to achieve it. So instead of saying, I want to make more money next year, we might say, I want to make an extra £10,000 next year. Because the more specific we can be, the more our brains, our subconscious minds can hone in on the result that we want and begin strategizing the best possible action plan that's tailored to achieving that end result, thus giving us the greatest chances of success. But I also say, be honest about what you want. Because in this world of social media and look at me, 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 you know, look at me at this dance party, look at me with my Rolex on the front of this boat and all that fucking shit, it's so easy to get distracted in what other people have, looking at what the Joneses have got, looking at what this influencer on Instagram's got, looking at what this person you used to go to school with has on Facebook. And it can be so easy to get distracted by these external things that we can set goals that aren't truly what we want, we just think we want them for some form of other reason. We look at people who we think are more successful than us, happier than us, more fulfilled than us, or whatever it is, and go, I want what they want because I think it will give me what I think they have too. But here's the thing, very often we don't actually want what it is they have, we want what they think it will give us. For example, I want to be a millionaire. Why? Because then I can do what I want when I want. 
Why? Because then I can spend more time with my kids. Well, do you want to be a millionaire or do you want to spend more time with your kids? Because if you want to spend more time with your kids, there are a million and one ways you can do that without having to be a millionaire first. And so I say, please be honest about what it is that you want to make sure that your goals are heart-led, heart-centered, in alignment with your values, in alignment with your vision, and ecological and aligned with what's truly best for you. Because if we run away trying to achieve some form of external result because we think it's going to give us a different internal result, that could be the wrong way to go about doing it. We could waste precious time, energy, valuable resources on something that's not going to get us what we want. And thus, if we're honest about what it is we want for ourselves, our lives, our loved ones, our families, then we can be specific about those things, we can link them to our values and vision, we can feel intrinsically motivated and when we get there we can enjoy the fulfilment and success of achieving it instead of being left with this emptiness of oh well I thought this was going to give me what I wanted but turns out it didn't and so instead of looking around you at what other people have got Look inside you at what you truly want. Get in touch with your heart, your intuition, your subconscious mind, the universe, God, whatever you want. And be honest, clear and specific about what it is you want. Tip number two is to bring your goals to life. And what I mean by bring your goals to life, first of all, is to write them down. We learned in the last episode that writing our goals down has a huge amount of power because then we can view them logically rationally. Our brains can start creating action plans for them. We can also do something powerful which is disassociate from our goals slightly because if all we do is think about our goals then we can make it feel like we've already achieved them. We can enjoy the feelings of success by just imagining it without actually having done it and that can actually be detrimental and hold us back from taking action sometimes but when we write our goals down we can disassociate from them slightly, think about them logically and rationally and come up with the best plans to help us to achieve it. But not only that, it helps our subconscious minds, the universe, God, the energy of the omnipotent know we're serious about achieving it. And therefore, we've got greater chances of success. As well as writing our goals down, other things we can do to help bring our goals to life Create a vision board where you have a nice big board on your wall and you pop up pictures of the things that you want to achieve so that when you wake up in the morning, when you go to bed at night or whenever you choose, you can look at this board and be inspired by the things you would love to achieve because it represents the life you really want to live. And then last but by no means least, something else we can do to help bring our goals to life is to visualise our goals. This is so powerful because our brains can't tell the difference between what's imagined and what's real. Our brain doesn't know the difference between an image that it has created or an image it deciphers from the particles of light passed through our eyes. And so when we visualise having already achieved our goals, it allows our brain to believe it's possible. It rewrites our belief systems. It allows us to enjoy what it would feel like to have achieved that goal and use that to help motivate and move us forward. I realise that's in direct contradiction to what I said a moment ago about disassociating from our goals, but this is where there's a balance between visualising our goals having been achieved to motivate us, but not doing it too much that we then don't go and take action. The other thing we can do is visualize ourselves taking action on our goals. 
that's hugely powerful because we get to see ourselves taking the action, overcoming the obstacles and doing the things we need to do to create the results that we want. Again, helping to show our brains it's possible for us to do this, ramping up our motivation and drive and giving ourselves even greater chances of success. So tip number two, bring your goals to life. Tip number three, know why you really want it. We covered this in the previous episode. When we know why we really want something, it helps us to drop down through any superficial layers to get to the core and to the heart of it, to decide if something is truly ecological to us and connect to these deeply intrinsic reasons why we truly want things. Reasons that are linked to our values, reasons that are linked to our vision, reasons that are linked to very deep emotional meanings that are personal to each of us. This gives us the sense of purpose, drive and motivation to achieve what we want, go through, over, under, around any obstacles that we might face. And so tip number three, know why you really want it and how it aligns to your values and your vision for life. Tip number four is to let go of expectations. The first casualty of war is always the battle plan. And so when we decide, hey, I want to achieve this result and I'm going to use this action plan, I'm going to use this strategy, I'm going to use these tactics and this is when I'm going to do this and this is when I'm going to do that, that's great. Forward planning, strategizing, visualizing, all hugely powerful things. But if we have these things as solid expectations, if we are attached to things going exactly the way we think they are going to go, chances are they might not then chances are we could feel let down, deflated, disheartened, and it's going to negatively impact our mental and emotional state, which of course then affects our energy, which of course then affects the quality and quantity of action we take, if we take any. And so let go of expectations and instead set intentions. An expectation is where you expect things have to go this way. An intention is where you decide how you intend to be. So instead of saying things are going to go exactly this way, this is the way they must go, we could set the intention that I'm going to be powerful, I'm going to be confident, and I'm going to do the best that I can to create this result. That's so much more powerful because we're setting an intention about how we are going to be so that regardless of the outside circumstances, we can be that way and create those results expectations make us rigid and if you look at a strong rigid tree in a very strong wind it snaps you look at a bamboo that's flexible it will blow back and forward in the wind all day every day so step number four let go of expectations tip number five in alignment with tip number four is to be flexible in your approach and your attitude as we said before in previous episodes, the only constant in life is change. The world is ever changing. We are ever changing. Everything around us and even within us is constantly in a state of flux and change. And so when we are flexible in how we approach our goals, it allows us to flex and change with the ever-changing circumstances. It allows us to adapt and adjust in the face of unforeseen circumstances, setbacks, failure and funnily enough life happening because life happens every single day and things don't always go as we expect. 
And so when we're flexible in our approach, it doesn't matter what outside circumstances come up, we can adapt and adjust, we can be responsible, we can put ourselves at cause and continue doing what we need to do to create the effects that we want. It also means being flexible in our attitude and the way that we think about things and the energy and emotions that we create because again, things are ever changing and if we are rigid, if we are stubborn, then chances are something is eventually going to get the better of us and we're going to be beating our heads against the wall trying to do things the same way and get a different result, which is insanity. So tip number five, be flexible in your approach and your attitude. Tip number six in alignment with both of these is to learn to embrace setbacks and failure. Yep, I'll say it again, learn to embrace setbacks and failure because the other option apart from embracing them is to reject them and if we reject them we're now denying and resisting reality because if there's a setback and if there's a failure, we can't just cover our eyes and go, there is no setback, there is no failure, there is no setback, there is no failure. That's not going to take your problems and challenges away. I'm sorry to break that to you. But instead, if we can embrace these things, instead of wasting valuable mental and emotional energy resisting them, if we embrace them, we then have that additional mental and emotional energy to help us to overcome them. Because setbacks and failures are our greatest teachers. You know, there's an old saying about someone asked an old wise monk, how did you become so wise? He said, because I've made so many mistakes in my life. Well, that's exactly what happens. The road to success is paved with failure. We go from failure, setback, failure, setback, failure, setback, success. Because each setback, each failure holds the keys to our next success or at least to our next leveling up in our mindset, in our actions, in our beliefs, etc. And so if you experience a setback, if you experience a failure, go, ah, excellent. What can I learn from this? How can I use this to help me to improve? What specific lessons can I take from this that will help me to get better and succeed the next time? And that way we can use failure as something positive that gives us the feedback we need to go and create the success that we want. Tip number seven is to be aware of other people's fears, doubts and insecurities. I almost said that this is a powerful one. This is an important one because when we start talking about our goals, when we start talking about our growth, when we start talking about our visions for life, it can make other people sometimes feel insecure. Now, we know that we don't make other people feel any way. They make themselves feel that way, but just go with me here. When we talk about our goals, when we talk about our growth, when we talk about our big aspirations, sometimes people feel fearful or worried that they might get left behind or oh, why is Gary going out to make all these positive changes in his life am I not good enough as a friend the way I am or you know is he going to become too busy and forget about me or whatever it is and so their fears doubts and insecurities come up the other thing as well if you say to someone hey I'm going to go off and start my own business they might go oh really in this market and again it's not that they feel they're going to be left behind, it's that they're not starting their own business because they clearly have limiting beliefs and negative emotions about what the market's currently right. And so when we share our goals and aspirations with others, be aware that their fears, doubts and insecurities might come up and we don't have to take them on. 
we can just let them go. Yes, okay, they may bring up some valid points for us to consider, for us to create plans to mitigate or overcome if they come up, but we don't need to take on their fears, doubts and insecurities. And often, these people aren't sharing these things to be nasty and to try and bring us down. They're doing it from a place of concern. And so often, it's the people closest to us who can see the things that can let the leak in the boat that uh, allows the water to come in. And so... When sharing your goals with your loved ones, friends, family, acquaintances, people close to you, or anyone for that matter, be aware of their fears, doubts, and insecurities. Tip number eight is to reflect, evaluate, and work smarter. I spoke before about how there are four steps to achieve any goal in the world, regardless of what the goal is. Step number one, know specifically what you want. Step number two, take massive action towards achieving it. Step number three, reflect and evaluate how effective are my actions in getting me the results that I want. And then step number four, adapt and adjust appropriately so that your actions do get you the results that you want. And we just keep repeating that process until we get what we want. Well, tip number eight is to reflect, evaluate and work smarter. So as you're taking action on your goals, as you're making progress, as you're getting results and feedback from the actions you're taking, every now and then, whether it's the end of the day, when you go to bed at night, the end of the week, the end of the month, however you want to do it, schedule in some time to hit pause, reflect back on your actions and results so far evaluate how effective your actions are at getting you the results that you want and progressing you towards your goals and decide how can I adapt and adjust so that I'm making the progress that I want or how can I adapt and adjust so that I'm making the progress that I want for even less effort and that's what working smarter is all about doing our best to achieve 80% of the results for 20% of the effort and so tip number eight reflect, evaluate and continue to work smarter. Tip number nine is to consistently challenge yourself. As you continue to progress towards your goals, as you start consistently achieving goals, you're going to level up mentally, physically, emotionally, even spiritually. You're going to continue to get better and better. And so we want to make sure that our goals continue to challenge us. Because as we said before, if a goal is far too difficult, we're not going to be motivated to take action because we're going to be disheartened. If a goal is far too easy, again, we don't see a huge challenge in it. We don't anticipate a huge reward in it. And therefore, we don't release as much dopamine and aren't as motivated and driven to take action. So make sure to be consistently challenging yourself because when we consistently challenge ourselves, we get that dopamine, we get that motivation, but not only that, we consistently encourage ourselves to keep getting out our comfort zones, leveling up and becoming the best version of ourselves we possibly can. So tip number nine, consistently challenge yourself. Tip number 10 of 13, we're doing amazing so far, keep going and always do your best. No matter what, when it comes to your goals, when it comes to your growth, keep going. Until the day that you decide you really don't want something, it's not ecological, it's not in your best interest, it doesn't align with your values, it doesn't move you towards your vision, until that day, keep going no matter 
what? We said in earlier episodes, let's dedicate our lives to the goals and lives we want to live and it will allow us to achieve them. So keep going consistently because greatness is a lot of small things done well day in and day out. And so consistently keeping going with the small things, the small steps, the small actions day in, day out, that's going to build and compound into the massive results. And when I say always do your best, I do genuinely mean always do your best. But please also remember that your best is subjective. If you imagine you have a body battery of 100, let's say Monday you wake up after a great night's sleep, your battery is at 100 out of 100. So you go out, you give it your best, you drain yourself all the way down to zero. You go to bed on Monday night, but you get a shit night's sleep. And so when you wake up on Tuesday, your body battery is only at 70 out of 100. Now, you can still do your best on Tuesday, but your best on Tuesday isn't as good as what your best could have been on Monday, because Monday your best was 100% of 100. On Tuesday, your best is 100% of 70. And so... I want to get all toxic masculinity to fuck all A-type personality shit out the door. Please just do your best and make sure your best is something that is sustainable for you and is going to allow you to enjoy the journey, look after your health and well-being physically, mentally and emotionally and get the results that you want. Think about it. If I went into the gym today and, you know, I'm squatting well over 100 kilograms and I go to failure with a 100 kilogram squat today, when I go into the gym tomorrow, I ain't doing the same number of squats. My body's not going to have it in me. And if I try, I might injure myself. So remember, your best is subjective and always do your best. Okay, tip number 11, enjoy the journey. Life is not just a series of destinations because our ultimate destination is death. And I don't know many people that are in a hurry to get there. And so, yes, we want our goals. We want to be hungry. We want to be driven. We want to be ambitious. We want to thrive, but we want to do it with a sense of ease and flow. We want to embrace the feminine energy as well as the masculine because it has its role and it has its place even for us men. Everyone in the world, regardless of whether you're a man, woman, or you don't identify with either, we all have masculine and feminine energy. And so let's embrace a bit of feminine energy and a bit of ease and flow and creativity. And let's enjoy the journey because achieving the goal is hugely important. But even more important is who we become on the journey to achieving the goal. Because when we set a goal, we set goals that require us to grow into the person who can achieve them. That's a huge part of thriving in life, is growing as we go to achieve our goals. So let's make sure that the process to achieving our goals is something that we can enjoy. That way, we're fulfilled as we go along. We feel successful, happy, all these things, all the way to success. And then when we get that end result, it's just a massive bonus that we can then enjoy even more. Looking back and going, wow, that was such a cool journey. Even now, eight years into business, am I exactly where I want to be? No, of course not. Because every year, my goals get bigger and bigger as I get better and better. But just because I don't have everything that I want in life or business right now doesn't mean that I can't look back and go, wow, 
The eight years leading up to this point have been so special. Look at everything I've managed to achieve, enjoy, the people I've met, relationships I've created. And so, tip number 11, make sure to enjoy the journey because life is a journey. It's an adventure and we're here to enjoy it. Tip number 12, plan and prioritize rest, recovery and relaxation. Within our action plans, within our strategies, within our ways that we're going to reach success, it's important that we give ourselves time to rest, recover and relax. Because if we're switched on all the time, go, 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 we might end up burning ourselves out. We might end up getting fed up. If we don't have the balance, if we don't have the variety in life, then eventually the subconscious mind, the inner child, any of these things could go, that, do you know what? Fuck this. We're not having much fun or we're not doing many other things. It's all work, 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 or whatever it is. But when we have that balance, when we have that variety, it allows us to switch off. And here's a powerful thing. When we actually disengage from our goals and growth to go and enjoy doing something else, that's when we can receive powerful insights. That's when we can receive new ideas. That's when we can make massive progress because as we're away engaged in other interests, hobbies, pleasures and things in life, our subconscious is still ticking away in the background. But we also remove ourselves from the regular environment and triggers of our goals and growth. This is why they say travel broadens the mind. Because when you travel, you come out of your home, out of your workplace, out of your regular life, where there's an environment and energy and triggers that create certain mental and emotional states in you because we have habitual mental and emotional states. And so when we travel, we go away from all those things. Therefore, we think differently, we feel differently, we have new ideas and we look at life completely differently. And so plan time to rest, restore and relax from your goals and growth because in that time we're going to get the variety, creativity and inspiration that's going to help us to grow and achieve our goals even more effectively. Not to mention taking good care of ourselves because that's what this is all about. In order for us to thrive, authentically be ourselves, confidently be our best and achieve our goals, we want to be in peak condition as much as we can possibly be. And a large part of that is our physical, mental and emotional health. Okie dokie. Last, but by no means least, tip number 13. Celebrate your wins. What is the point of setting goals and milestones if we're not going to celebrate the win? Celebrating our wins is hugely important. When we celebrate the win, it conditions the mind with the good boy, you did well, just like conditioning a dog. If you ask a dog to sit and it sits, the next thing you say is good boy, good girl, good dog, whatever you want to say. You positively reinforce the action because the dog then gets the dopamine hit or whatever it gets and it goes, oh, okay, I did well, master was happy, that felt good, this feels good, I'm going to do it again next time. When we celebrate our wins, we condition our minds to take the actions necessary to achieve our goals all the more naturally and easily because it gets the positive reward response. As well as that, it just makes life more enjoyable when we celebrate our wins. Psychologically, it's been proven that seeing images of people doing well and celebrating can help increase performance. There was a study done with sales teams and they put up 
uh, pictures of athletes crossing the finish line, winning tennis grand slams and stuff, people with their hands in the air celebrating, and the people in the sales room who had the posters up had higher close rates than the people in the sales room who didn't have any posters up. And so celebrating our wins brings the joy and stuff to life, especially when we do it with others. But not only that, if we celebrate a win and then we set another goal, our mind is going to anticipate the reward even more, giving us more dopamine, giving us more drive and making us even more likely to take consistent action and create the success we want. And so that's 13 top tips to help you to achieve your goals. Number one, be clear, honest and specific about what it is that you want, especially the honest. Tip number two, bring your goals to life. Write them down, create a vision board, visualize them however you want to do it. Number three, know why you really want it and link it to your values and vision for life, giving you that intrinsic motivation, purpose and drive to go on and achieve them. Tip number four, let go of expectations because the only constant in life is change and we want to be able to change with it. Tip number five, be flexible in your approach and your attitude because as things are constantly changing and fluxing, we want to be able to adapt and adjust with them so we can keep making progress and get the results that we want the most effective way possible and with as little resistance as possible. Tip number six, learn to embrace setbacks and failure. At some point in life, we're going to experience a setback, we're going to experience a failure, so let's learn to embrace it and use it for something that can help us to succeed. Number seven, be aware of others' fears, doubts and insecurities because when we talk about grand plans, big ideas and our exciting ambitions, this can sometimes make other people feel insecure and voice their fears, doubts and insecurities or maybe they just have a fear, doubt and insecurity about doing that thing and they share that with you. Tip number eight, reflect, evaluate and continue to work smarter. As we take action, we always want to pause, reflect and go, how effective are my actions and how can I work even smarter? Number nine, consistently challenge yourself. Keep yourself growing, keep yourself going, keep yourself motivated, consistently challenge yourself. Number 10, keep going and always do your best. Keep taking consistent action. It doesn't matter if you need to slow right down to a crawl, just keep crawling forward and keep doing the best you can, remembering your best is subjective, so be kind and look after yourself. Number 11, enjoy the journey, because life isn't a destination, it's an adventure. So let's do our best to enjoy it and enjoy the process of achieving our goals. Number 12, plan and prioritize rest, recovery and relaxation, because our health and well-being is so important to helping us to thrive, to be the best we can be, to experience life fully and to also be there to support and share life with the ones that we love. And last but by no means least, number 13, celebrate your wins. Like celebrating, getting to the end of this podcast. Yes! And this brings today's episode nicely to a close where we've learned about 13 top tips that can help us to achieve our goals. So take a pause here, go over your notes, pick one or two things that really stand out to you and ask yourself, how and when can I apply this? And then go ahead and put it into action. While you're at it, please make sure to like and subscribe, leave a five-star review with your podcast host. It massively helps me in the show and I hugely appreciate it. 
Until next time, take care, please be kind to others, and I'll catch you real soon. Peace.